The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. And we're back here to analyze this, and uh, the commissioner got some housekeeping she want to take care of, so I can <laughs> yield to the commissioner right now. There was a question that asked whether or not the clinics are open on Friday, mm-hmm. and no, um, the governor did say that non-essentials and um, our EMS, when we had EMS, would have been essential, mm-hmm. so our clinics are not, and uh, so we're not going to be open on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I also um, wanted to wish the newly elected senator a belated happy birthday, Maurice. Yeah, yesterday. James, yeah, yeah yesterday. Yeah, yeah, happy James. birthday. I hope that you had a beautiful day and wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, she made, uh, made 28 yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so happy belated birthday, sis, and all that thank good stuff. Thank you so much. No, thank you for joining me um, on Thanksgiving Eve and have, like I said, have a happy one and all that stuff and enjoy that stuff and all that good stuff that Terry will put together up there. Take care. Take care. You got it. That's uh, Commissioner Tita Encarnacion. Who's that? Tita Encarnacion. She was one of her name, deputies. What about, what about her name? I used to come into legislature back. Uh, Kalis, Gregory Kalis. You, you, you work for him, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. One of the deputies back in the day when we were, uh, when I first got into the, to the legislature way back uh, uh, when. So, no, the clinic ain't open on Friday. Okay? So, um, we'll we'll get back to normal business on Monday. Doc School, uh, good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving Eve, man. Blessed Thanksgiving Eve, my brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of things going on locally and nationally, so I wanted to, to get, get you in because uh, 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 Garland, Garland gets some more ammunition yesterday. But before that, right, they're going to ask the DJ, um, can you walk, in and, you walk in and put in something together? Because I sent it to me. And he's going to, when he get at the uh, fix up, um, hopefully we could get at. Uh, uh, get a quail be racking uh, from Ollie. But but Absolutely. The, the um the three judges, three three Republican judges, one who was nominated um by George W. Bush and two that were nominated by Trump himself, basically um I wanna use the right word here. Um applied a whip to his lawyers yesterday. Um and it looks like they're gonna be sending everything back to Judge uh, Aileen Cannon um, because they really they, they, they basically told her um, you really didn't have jurisdiction over this matter at all. So why are we where we at right now with this? Um, it looked like things falling apart for this man. Well, things 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 falling apart. I, I believe right that the High Court. You know, my, remember you talk about. They're reading the tea leaves, looking at what is happening in the nation. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> looking at what's happening, and yeah. they're, they're realizing what, what's going on. They're realizing that this guy is on a downward slide. And I basically, they're telling him, stop coming up here to us, man. You know what I mean? Well, he's using it for the wrong reason. He's using it for defense. He's using it for, for delayed tactics. <laughs> delayed yes, tactics, and that, that has been his modus operandi. He yeah. has the ability to challenge he got the money i guess to pay the attorneys to get attorneys to go and file these things on his behalf but it's just a delay tactic and that is why i'm saying you know with my friend merit garland you know they have to bring the hammer down on this guy one time man because and i know going to court i know lawyer never and i know i did some pre-law courses when i was in college in my degree 
and you have to have the evidence if irrefutable because there's a lot of political uh, machinations attached to this thing. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, what I'm seeing out here, based on the evidence that they have sent uh, exposed to the public, especially the Mar-a-Lago issue, well, you know, yes, you know, yesterday the judge actually had to correct, correct um, the Trump lawyer because the Trump lawyer used the word raid, and mm-hmm. and and the judge said, um, "Excuse me, um, as far as I'm concerned, that was a court ordered, a, a court approved search warrant. So where did you get the term raid?" And he had to correct himself. So, so you're right. It, it looks like I don't know if it's if, if it's a coordinated thing or they are just like you said. In, in, in reading T. Lee's more than they're just tired of being part of what what really right is making the court look like a circus and I don't believe Absolutely. I don't I don't believe the judicial branch which is supposed to be right the the impartial non-political entity right that that keeps the the, the no I want to make sure I, I word this correctly they are supposed to be the check that providing the balance. Right, because in in the legislative and executive branches, we're going at each other and we're taking our philosophical positions. But they are there to interpret the law as written, whether it be state or constitution. And and I think they've had enough of this nonsense. I, I believe so too. But uh, remember that there, there, there is politics involved in the in the court because the nomination, as we as you just pointed out, the nomination of judges to that particular court, right, comes on a political philosophy. You understand? Mm-hmm. Because those three judges that, that, that the, the former president nominated and was able to get Mitch McCollum and them to bring them to the, to the Supreme Court came on a philosophy, uh, political philosophy, okay? And that is why he believed, because of that political philosophy, that they are going to based their opinion based on that. But, you know, we talk about star decisis, which, you know, in a couple of instances, they have gone against star decisis, especially in the, the, the Roe v. Wade case, right? But they, as we said, you know, realizing that, you know, like we said on here, man, them, this man think we're papi show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, I mean, and, the man really think we're papi show. And, because I put you on the court that where every time you run to my beck and call that I'm going to, I'm going to I'm going to adhere to you uh what you're saying and it's a no we we have a foundation on which we have to you know made render decisions and we're going to we're going to do that and that is basically what I believe you know is happening to him and he's falling apart he is falling apart I mean these guys look look at his the members in the the, the Republican party his vice president basically saying that he's going to run you have the John uh, DeSantis down in down in down in Florida. These guys are going to run, and they want to distance themselves from him in some aspect. But we'll wait and see, man. Now, and, and in another courtroom, um, the Supreme Court, the ultimate court, actually, uh, they came down with something even more devastating. Um, those tax records now they they, they got to be released. Um, to the to the Ways and Means Committee, right? Um, and that was a significant ruling yesterday because he'd been trying his best to not have them to have access to his tax record like like previous presidents. And um, you know, he got a judge, he got a judge to work in his favor, sit on the court, sit on the case for two and a half years. 
But now the Supreme Court said no. So he ain't got no other recourse now. So don't, 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 that information going to be made available to the Ways and Means Committee. And I believe our delegate is a member of the Ways and Means, right? Our delegate is a member of the Ways and Means Committee. But uh, once those records are turned over, and I, I hope that they, there was a time certain for them to turn that those records. Well, the, tre well, records the, the Treasury Department actually has the documentation. So now right. it's just a matter of time. It isn't about Trump lawyer having it and not not turning it over. To, yeah. Of course, you know, when you file your taxes, the tre Treasury knows everything that you do there from a, from right. a, from a documentation standpoint. So um, uh, one, one uh, congressman last night, said he expects to get them in a couple of days or within a week. So that's going to be interesting as well. And keep in mind, the Democrats, they got time sorting because the leadership of the House turning over in another 45 days or thereabouts, right? 40 and, days? And that's, and that's the point I was about to make, that yeah. the leadership is going to change in January. And this Ways and Means Committee need to have access to them so they can take a look. If you don't know when the committee changes, how they're going to operate. Plus, you know, I don't know all the rules of, of, of the House and how you discharge uh, stuff from committees, you know. But we need to get them as quickly as possible so these guys will have access to them and then be able to to glean from, from them what they're trying to glean before mm -hmm. these other people take over in January and, and, and then stymie the process and shut it down because their objective right now, Neville, just going off a little bit, is that it ain't about uh, what they campaign about, you know. It ain't about uh, crime. It ain't about the economy. It ain't about these things. It's about now seeking revenge. They don't have no plan to fix nothing. No, no. You understand what I'm saying? No, so, no. So, so they're now going after Biden and, and Biden and his son and, and all these investigations that they want to deal with. Well, they got to shift. Yeah. Remember, now, remember now, they got to shift how they were politicking, you know. Because they were of the belief that inflation, right, would would create this red tsunami, this red wave that was supposed to just change the landscape, right, in 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 its entirety. That didn't happen, right. And I I don't know if it was divine intervention or the public just realizing, look, what we're dealing with in America isn't isolated to America. This is a global thing. Everything is cyclical, and and by the way, um, the Dow went over thirty four thousand yesterday. Um, Doc School, could could you imagine? Could you imagine that in even in this inflation, Wall Street, the investment, the investment um, epicenter uh, of the uh, of the nation and maybe of the world, they're still holding their own and holding strong. It, it got something. It got more than Martha in especially I know something going on. I know. And Neville, eventually we're going to figure it out. They, these guys hoarding money, you know. Making money hand over fist. Yeah, man. In, a, in, in an economy that is supposed to be tanking. Yeah, man. Okay? And it is just continuous corporate greed that is going on. So so the Republicans tried to use that in the in the election. It didn't work. It didn't work. But I'm telling you, they, they don't have anything else to offer, Neville. We have followed the Republican Party in America for years. What have they, what have they brought forward? Uh, tax breaks for the rich and the famous and, and those, those guys at the higher level uh, trying to deal with the environment. Well, you know, Doc, you, you, you just touched mm -hmm. on tax breaks, right? And, and this is something that I, I, I have always had a problem with, right? If you are granted tax breaks right 
in particular for on a corporate level, is really about wanting you to reinvest back into the into the corporation, into the companies. You know, these, right. these guys these these guys are hoarding money, taking these monies and buying up other stock options in other companies. They 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 are not reinvesting back in America. They're not. No, they're not. But but let, let's shift it a little thing now. I mean, I mean it's know, America and they could do what they want. But yeah. Congress could do what they want to. And then what happens when they raise taxes? Then you're making it seem like as if they want to take money out of my pocket. But if we, but if we if we reduce in taxes under the premise that you're going to now be hiring more people and reinvesting in your, in your companies and you hoarding the money, then you are forcing Congress to counter that action because it is not helping Main Street Back street, front street, and side street. Only Wall Street, and that ain't the way. That ain't the way America set up. It's not. That is that is true. If you if you go back, Neville, to their uh, greatest president, as they refer to him as uh, Ronald Reagan, what was his task? His his tax philosophy trickle trick, trick, down, down mm -hmm. economic. It, it didn't trickle no place. Nope. It trickled into it trick, it the up. of those guys. Yeah, it didn't trickle down. It trickled out. Yeah. But uh, this thing uh, with, with, with them not wanting to raise corporate taxes, look at what's happening in England right now, Neville. Yes, sir. Perfect example. Look at what's happening in England. This, this guy that just came in, the, the, the prime minister over there, said, listen, we got to raise some taxes. The one that they got rid of didn't want to, but we have to raise some taxes because this economy is tanking. And he is pushing forward over there in, in England in, in, in raising corporate taxes, raising taxes on those guys at the top level. Okay, because the, they have come to a point now where it's do or die. It's either the guys who have the ability to pay will pay, or all of us going to suffer. And somehow these guys at the top believe that they're insulated, you know, Neville. They believe that they're insulated from the poli from the economic realities and that is facing the nation or is facing the world. These guys who make these billions of dollars believe that they are they are isolated. So. Uh, that same philosophy, I think, is starting to turn around. They're going to have to pay some money uh, at the top level. So, Well, I, I believe that same Ronald Reagan, right? Um, and I'm looking it up now. He had promised to not raise taxes when he was governor of California, right? And mm -hmm. ultimately, he had to do it, right? And, yeah. and, and he made a statement. He said that sound you're hearing is the ground cracking or something. Cracking. Yeah. <laughs> I I go look I go look it up. But yeah. uh, you know, that's just the nature of politics. Uh anyway. But the the real question is, right, what happens between now and January second or January third, mm -hmm. whenever when the new Congress convenes, right? And then they got a they, they got internal issues now, you know, because five people don't say. They ain't voting for McCarthy for speaker, and he only yeah. had he only had a margin of error for four, right? Yeah. So something got to give between now and then if he's gonna end up the speaker. If not, we're looking at somebody else, and uh, and 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 then, bef so they got to deal with that internally. And then you just touched on the fact that they don't really have any policies that they want to incorporate um, that gonna help the American people. They they ain't in full investigation mode. You check Hunter Biden, who never get elected for nothing, is the most popular person in the Repub in the Republican Party right now. Party, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, 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 so that's their philosophy: distract, distract, and distort. That is what they, that is what they operate on. We're gonna distract you from the real problems, and we're gonna distort it 
And we have our network on the other side who's going to take it to the airways, and they're going to now try to pass it down to that 43% of, of the voting public that are, that are Republicans and pass it down to them so they can continue to do what they're doing. And I don't know what is going to happen with the minority. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries, you know, that we talk about, is, I think is slated to take, to take the leadership in, 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 in the House, the minority leadership in the House. And I, I think that's something that we need to look at, mm-hmm. you know, as to how he now is going to be able to maneuver with, 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 Mac, uh, with Kevin and these guys in the Republicans, how he's going to be able to do that. So that is something to look at come next year, Neville, as to how the minority in the House will deal with, with the majority, which is a slim majority, that is something we have to look at. So if, if Hakeem Jeffries get that that position that Nancy Pelosi is is abdicating and 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 giving up, then that's another issue we got to look at up there. Well, you know, sometimes um, you need to you need to be put in a in a in a in a minority position sometimes, you know, so you could ease your brain because the owners ain't on you to deliver. Right, you you yeah. you're, you're allowed to be in attack mode when you're in a minority. You know about yeah. that, right? I know about yeah. that, right? And yeah. uh, and maybe 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 this 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 rest period. When I say respite, right, I'm talking about not having the responsibility of chairing committees and all that stuff. Um, right. M- maybe this is what uh, some of these Democrats need to recalibrate, right? And mm-hmm. and and then if they know that the dem- that the Republicans really ain't serious about policies. Then they could have a field for the next two years or no. This might be a blessing well, in disguise. Well, that is that is that is uh, part of the thing that I wanted for us to talk about is the fact that are they going to do it? Are they going to use this time to point out to the American people that the Republicans who are supposed to know they want to be in charge are not working in your best interest? That is where they have to go. You're absolutely correct. We have to. They have to do that. They have to be putting their foot to the fire and say, listen, these guys talk about inflation. These guys talk about it. They are not doing anything about it. And you have given them power. When we were in control, this is what we did. And this is what we want to do going forward. And they have to do that, Neville. We got to take a break. We got to take a break. I want to hit you with a sledgehammer. I don't want to hit you with no feather. We got to take a break. We'll be back right after this with Dark School. And we got some club music lined up as well in, 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 in advance of Thanksgiving tomorrow. We'll be back right after this. What does it mean to be a dad? The art of fatherhood is evolving as society and traditional family changes. With these positive parenting tips, dads can help their children build confidence and self-esteem and in turn, learn how to be an engaged, supportive, and loving father to their children. Here are some parenting tips for dads. Be a child's teacher. Be a good father. Teach your children about right and wrong and encourage them to do their best. See that your children make good choices. Involved fathers use everyday examples to help children learn the basic lessons of life. For more information, contact the VI Access and Visitation Program, Department of Justice, Paternity and Child Support Division in St. Thomas at 340-775-3070 or in St. Croix at 340-778-5958. 
or email us at biaccess at bi.gov. Happy Thanksgiving in memory of Gordon Grant. If it's happening around the world... NPR's Frank Langfitt is in London covering this one. Hey, Frank. Good morning. Cuba is experiencing its biggest anti-government protests. If it's happening here at home... On a blistering hot day in Twin Falls, Idaho... On the northeast border of Mississippi, where the river nourishes rich and green... Morning Edition from NPR News will take you there, wherever the story is. Listen every weekday. From 6 to 8 a.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1. These days, people go to great lengths to shed the stress of daily life. There's acupuncture, deep tissue massage, meditation, yoga. At All Things Considered, we offer our own type of healing, invigorating news stories that span the rainbow of human experience. Nourish your mind and escape from the ordinary. Weekdays on All Things Considered from NPR News. From 5 to 8 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1.
what I'm talking about. What's up, man? Welcome back. Thanksgiving Eve, gaining the Quelbe mode, you know what I mean? And of course, you know, James and the Happy Seven and Stanley Intensity Plus Tights, they do a very special thing. I'm still waiting for that Yepsen thing, you know, Docs. Tell the graph to send the Yepsen, the Yepsen music so I can incorporate the Yepsen thing in my thing, yeah, man. Serious. Okay, okay definitely, definitely going to have to go deal with them. You have to deal with them. Because you, that, you that, were the yeah. one who tell me about Pershing the graph, Pershing, big, big name, you know, because that, that was a general. Pershing yeah. was, was a general back in the day. You know, yeah. Pushing the graph here, yeah. pushing the graph. Yeah, that man, he, he was bad. He, he, he sang the song, Do It My Way, right? Yeah. And when Governor Evans was governor, he sang that personally for, for, for Governor Evans. Yeah. Did It My Way. Did It and My Way. He, yeah, the rendition is awesome. That's what Governor Dev Evans basically had loved the song. So that's a, that's a spin off of Frank Sinatra and, and, and New York, New York then. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Did yeah, it my way. Yeah, I did it yeah. my way. You know what I'm saying? So, so, yeah. so, so that's what we have. But, but back to what we were talking about, you know, uh, docs, good governance, right? Right? Quality governance will, will, will overcome a lot of mistakes, you know. And people don't understand that, you know. Right? If you have sound principles in place, because you're not going to have, everything ain't going to be perfect, right? You're going to be certain, you're going to be cracks in certain parts of the apparatus right but if you have sound governing principles right you could make up and 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 you could you could address those cracks easier than if you have something that's all over the place and i and, and i i i i i shift into local politics now because we were talking nationally right yeah you know i've been talking about this situation with energy i didn't bring it up Right, I didn't bring it up with the Department of Health because you know they're already you know burdened with wanting the population to be healthy and all that stuff, so they don't really need to be burdened with that. But I'm sure they're dealing with it as well, right? We cannot go much longer living how we live in with how our energy crisis continues to undermine our existence here in the Virgin Islands. We just can't. You check, and you know you know what we really need now. We need, the public needs a comprehensive update from the Water and Power Authority as to where we are in this recovery, right? That's number one. That's the infrastructure side, right? Number uh -huh. two, where we are financially so that we could put in place some type of um, revenue identification plan, right? So that we aren't subjected to periodic threats by the private sector who is providing the commodity and the services and all that stuff, right? That's two. And then we need, finally, right, the long-term prognosis about when we're going to incorporate alternative energy um, into our portfolio because clearly what we have now with the dependency on propane and LNG and the diesel and all that stuff we can't live like this no longer. The, the, the rubber meeting the road now, Ducks. Plain and simple. Listen, Neville, uh, you're on target. Yesterday when you were on with the EDA people, Miss Machina and Miss Kelch, uh, you know Miss Kelch song like Frankie Hoeb daughter, you know. You, you ever listen to her? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The high-pitched high voice, song, yeah, yeah. Song like, song like Chantel. Yeah, yeah I was similar yeah. voice to, to Chantel. That... The private sector is the engine that runs any economy. Mm -hmm. Because they're the ones that are taxed 
And from the taxes that they pay, we use to provide service for governance, right? Mm -hmm. The Water and Power Authority is a semi-autonomous agency that is controlled by a board. They hire a director to carry out the day-to-day functions of that agency. And Neville, what you're saying there, all of that is in place, you know. They have, and this guy that is in in charge right now, Mr. Smith, he have laid it out before the legislature. He have laid it out before the PSC. The monies that are there for infrastructure that we get from the federal government level is being utilized for undergrounding and the composite pole. And we can see that. That is for long-term resiliency, Neville. That is happening. We know that the Water and Power Authority financially is bankrupt. We know that this gentleman, when he came in, told us what he met. This is the first time, Neville, in my tenure as a member, as a member and director of public services, that the director from WAPA came in and presented a budget and went to the legislature and presented a budget that fits with the revenues that they're bringing in. A lot of times these budgeting, budgets were over overestimated. This guy said we're only making $100, but our debt is a million dollars. That's the problem. The financing level is how we're going to get down. You put the nail on the head. How are we going to, how are we going to deal with the financing? They mm. told us they don't have any money. Yeah, we need, we need a revenue identification plan now, man. Seriously. Yeah, they yeah. told us we don't have any money, son. And he has in place certain things that would reduce a lot of the outstanding debt that they have. But Neville, we come back to the elephant in the room. The base rate, Neville, is what pays for everything at WAPA. From salaries to toilet paper. Okay? And that base rate is high, Neville. And part of that base rate is that vital contract, Neville. And I come back to that. How are we going to deal with that vital contract? That is in the hands of the governor and the board, and WAPA board, and its administration. How they're going to deal with it. It has to be dealt with. Because that contract has three parts to it, Neville. And I, I keep reiterating this. You have the infrastructure Construct- cost. Yeah, the construction. Yeah. The construction cost. Mm-hmm. You have the operating and management cost. Yeah. And then you have the fuel cost. The commodity. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay? And that is where they're trying to squeeze us now with the fuel costs. Because the letter that I saw that went to the governor, Vital pointed out that Mr. Smith didn't put anything in his budget to pay for that debt. Because he said, I don't have it to pay. And I'm not going to put it in. I don't have it to pay. And the PSC have already said, Neville, that we gave you... You came to us with, and I keep saying us, you came to the PSC with $87 million plus interest. We gave you that. And the ratepayers of the Virgin Islands, we are not going to saddle them 
with the cost overruns on this on this budget. So where does it sit, Neville? It sit with our elected officials, the legislature, the governor, lieutenant governor, or delegate to Congress. They have to find a way to take this noose from around the ratepayers' neck of the Virgin Islands. And once you do that, Neville, then you're going to have the ability to now put these things in place that 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 uh, Mr. Smith is talking about. They had the QF for, for, for solar in St. Croix. They have a QF that's been on the books now going on five years for wind in St. Thomas. They have the wind, the solar farm up in Dono that is starting, I think, is starting to produce. And once we get there, we can deal with that. They have four brand new generators, Neville, sitting down in the Harley plant, the Watsillas, that if, and they should have been online already, that when they come online, they're going to be efficient and reliable. And the outages that we have here in St. Thomas, basically, will cease to decease, or it would will, it will gradually re- reduce, because you now have reliability, you have... Uh, the rice engines that the PSE asked them to purchase years ago. Those things need to happen. You know what a big thing with Wapa Neville is they take too long to get things done. Yeah, man. But the framework is there. The framework is there. Okay. Well, well, we know I... what it is. And we are we have this continue asking when are we going to get this done? When? When? And the people yeah, who have yeah, the authority. Yeah, yeah to but do we've, been, that, we've been asking that for, for 18 years, man. Since 2004. Well, we we need to step it up. The public needs to step it up. The groups were talking about the, the watching WAPA. They need to step it up and put some fire under the elected officials, put some fire under the management, and find out, Neville, where are we going to do that? That base rate needs to come down. And about five cents or six cents of that base rate is that vital contract. Le, 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 okay. le, 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 but 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 we need we need some some application of basic economic principles where where if if an entity knows right if an entity knows that you have a uh, diversified structure right that that you are not reliant on that entity for everything right then they are forced to negotiate with you as opposed to you are forced you be you being forced to 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 deal with them under whatever circumstances they want right our problem is we keep pigeonholing ourselves right to the point where they could wave what we don't call a cutlass right the hatchet in front of you and let you know we could cut you off at any time. And we can't be living like this anymore, man. Not when we're bragging about all our intellectual capacity and it's documented that we have this intellectual capacity. We've proven for centuries that we generate high intellectual um, Virgin Islanders all over the place. But, all over the world. But, 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 but we're not reflect. it's not being reflected the way we allow in our energy crisis to undermine our existence. You know what I'm when saying? Never, when you put your egg, all your eggs in one basket, mm-hmm. and again, I speak from experience being at the Public Services Commission there, ask them to get alternative suppliers. Find a way to get alternative suppliers so these guys can't wave 
the magic wand in your face, right? You talk about economic structure. Neville, WAPA is what we call a vertical hierarchy, mm-hmm. okay? It's vertical because they produce water, they produce power, and they distribute it. On the mainland level, I don't know how many companies they have up there that, that are vertical. A lot of them are horizontal. So you have generators, people who, entities that generate the electricity, and entities that purchase the electricity and distribute it. Okay? So what I'm seeing here is somewhere along the line in this negotiation level, we have to have a situation where if we're going to set out how we're going to move forward, then we have to move from vertical to horizontal. Okay? Mm-hmm. Get generators. Yesterday, I, I, I don't know if yesterday, was it yesterday yeah, you were talking to, to attorney that something for St. Croix, something for St. Thomas. Okay? We're separated 40 miles. The peak load in St. In St. Croix is less than the peak load in St. Thomas. For years. But, yeah, for years. So, so I'm saying, thinking outside the box that you and, and the attorney was talking about yesterday. Dwayne Henry. It's time for us to yeah. do that. Yeah, but, okay? but, but, but look, to me, we have an ideal situation. Now, we're going to take a break. We'll uh, we take a break and we come back. Okay. Where we should we should let the primary commodity on one island be the secondary commodity on the other island in the event you know what i'm saying in the event that yeah. something happens that we could feed off each other in the, when the worst case scenario uh presents itself we'll take a break we'll pick up with that we got uh, mamacita coming up for stanley as well be back right after this the news nowadays is a bit like our weather much more extreme. The headlines that grab the most attention generate a lot of heat and not much light. On 1A, we rely on your questions and stories to help us better understand the issues that demand more than a few tweets. With your help, we'll get to the heart of the story together. Catch 1A at its new time, weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. I'm Attorney General Denise George. How much do you know about Virgin Islands laws? Injustices can happen anywhere and in situations where we least expect. I make it my mission to empower you with knowledge about our laws and the issues that affect our Virgin Islands community. Join me on Justice Matters, a new talk show that aims to inform you and engage you to be a part of the solution. Saturdays at 11.30 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1 banking for your business. At Bank of St. Croix, our mobile apps provide access to business accounts on the go, and our merchant card services accept credit and debit payments anywhere, anytime. Plus, the online banking platform means your bank is always open. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallows Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. BankofStCroix.com 
What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
Italian the 10 sleepless nights. Hey, Docs, Rufus Torval text me, said I flute nasty. <laughs> in a good in a good sense. In a good sense. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Yeah, man. The flute, the flute at the end there. Must. I tell you in, in the Eastern Caribbean, especially in Nevis, they call it a fife. Yes, you're right. You did tell me that. The fife. The fife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elimat had a song named the Fifer, right? Yeah. Elimat? Yeah, oh, gosh. Fight. Oh, God. Elimat you, had a song called him the Fifer, and you, the Fifer was the one that was leading. You bring me back. You bring me back to my... You bring me back. You bring me back. When you call that name, Elimat, you bring me back to my teenage <laughs> names. Ilele, Shang Shang, Big <laughs> Tune. <laughs> big, big, big Tune. But check this yeah. out, right? We we this, can't this appreciate... Neville, 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 we are sports people, yeah. and I want you to say to our listening audience that yesterday in the soccer world there was an earthquake yes, sir. over there in yes, sir. where yes, the sir. kingdom of Saudi Arabia <laughs> yes sir dropped the blow beat, beat the great Argentina Messi yes sir Argentina Neville yes sir okay 2500 B you bet you bet 100 you get back 2500 dollars you know yeah, man. <laughs> no, man. Well, I, I, well, no, I think you bet a dollar. You get back 2500 yeah. that, That's how big a favorite Argentina was, or bigger underdog Saudi yeah. Arabia was. And they dropped yeah, the man. blow, my son. My son, yesterday, that was that was awesome. I tell you, I watched I watch a match. I was like, what? That goalkeeper was a beast, Neville. 
Yeah, he is the greatest. No, you know, you know, you know. Here's what I want to say, though, right? And and I guess it's because I, I'm getting up there in age and all that stuff, right? I love Messi. I love Messi. I love Maradona. I, I, mean, I mean, I love uh, Ronaldo and all that stuff. But we can't be kicking the Maradonas and the Pele them to the side so easy because these men dominating now, you know. The, yeah. The, these men these man were great. These men, no, no, let, me, let me put you this way. These guys that we know of now are great. No doubt about yeah. it. But they have more resources that they're working with now. They got a higher, they, they got trainers, they got 24 hours of everything available for them. The great ones from back in the day, they were just raw. Some of these men had a regular job. Right, yeah. regular job, and we're playing this thing for love. Now, of for course, love. now of course, a love. Pele and a Maradona and a Carlos Alberto. People keep forgetting about <laughs> he, but he was a great yeah. defenseman as well for the Brazilian team and Beckenbauer, right from Germany. Becky, yeah. and these men mm -hmm. and Canalia, the one from Italy. Look, yeah, me and Raymond James were talking about it. The pollster, the New York Cosmos, right. Back in yeah, the 70s. Yes, back in yeah. the 70s. They had a global team. You know? They, they yeah. brought back soccer to America. Remember, soccer was struggling for years. You know? and Absolutely. Then, and uh, they brought uh, Pele back, man. Yeah. When Pele came in. I mean, he, was, he, was, was, he, he wasn't, he wasn't um, um, prime Pele that we know, that, 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 that everybody knew in the 60s and, and early 70s. You check, yeah. but he was still Pele, right? Yeah. And, uh, and when the World Cup came back to America in 1994... That mm -hmm. changed everything globally for, for soccer, you know, right? Absolutely. Because yeah. now it got man in the Virgin Islands, right? When soccer on, they don't treat it like how man don't watch the NBA and baseball and football. You can't, well, so don't be harassing these men. The man, the man love this soccer more than, look, they're more passionate for soccer than these other sports. Neville, a partner of mine, he said, Ducks, for the next month, me walking, you know? Yeah, don't bother me. Me no, walking. Me. I don't want nobody call me. I want me to tell me. There's a friend of mine. He said, I ain't walking. I watching <laughs> all the games them. You understand? Look, look. He said, he you hear what I tell you? Be, be, I ain't walking. Be, be check this out, right? In America, <laughs> it got some natural rivalries, right? It got Celtics and Lakers in basketball. It mm -hmm. got Red Sox and Yankees in baseball. It got Cowboys and used to be the Redskins, Red but they know the Commanders in football, commanders. right? Yeah. None of them they could touch Barcelona and Madrid when it come to soccer. None, None. of them. None. None. Or or Man United and Man City, right? Or, or Liverpool. Liverpool. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And of course, Brazil and Argentina. Uh, for, yes. for, for, and, and don't even talk about country to country, right? But now, now you have Mexico and the United States. Mex hey, 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 Mexico and the United States coming up, you know? And look, yeah. look, look, when you go to them game, you know, you're not guaranteed mm. coming back home, you know? That's how that, that, that's how passionate this thing is. Try to maintain your emotions because if your team win and you they're wrong, you they sitting the next to the wrong person whose team lose, right? In trouble. Something over in the trouble. back of your head go happen quick. Yeah. Now we don't in encourage trouble. violence, but I just telling you that's how passionate these that's people are. And it's, the world this is a religion. This is a religion a, for yeah, these that's people, a, brother. You're right. You're right. That, that's that's the terminology there. That's the terminology. The religion. And, yes. and and check this out. Maybe that's what we need in the West Indies, right? Mm -hmm. Because in our heyday, when we were dominant with cricket, right? Mm -hmm. The Windward Islands them had to respect the Leeward Islands players. You know what yes. And they don't do it no more. 
You check? No. They don't do it. No. Everything no. is Guyana, Jamaica, and all of the all of the the, the um the, 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 the big countries. Yeah. 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 Right? And it's and, and, and it looks like they don't want to accept the fact that when we were winning World Cup, it's because we had Leeward Island players on the team that were dominant. Bowlers, the batsmen, the what? Yeah, the great one, the great one, the yeah, great one. You know yeah. what I mean? So but but you know, we 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 we're gonna enjoy the World Cup and uh uh, and look, politics and everything, you know. People complaining what? now. People complaining now that the World Cup there in Qatar, 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 you know, Qatar got this thing um with homosexuality and all that stuff. I'm not afraid to say that. We could be very open, right? They they yeah. have a problem over there and all that stuff. And look, it had a dude try to go to the stadium in a certain type of t-shirt, and they tell you you go take off that shirt before you could come into the stadium. Seriously? But Neville, that thing is so deep, right? Yeah. That if you put a uh, uh, Colored armband on the man giving you a yellow card. All kind of thing. All kind of thing. This look. This thing. My son, look now. Politics. People. People believe. People believe politics uh, is some joke, but politics could be life threatening, man. You gotta be careful. Man. Man. You gotta be careful. But never over over there in 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 those nations over there. They're serious about what their religious and their 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 philosophies is right. But sports is supposed to be a unifying entity, Neville. It's in sport that everything comes together. But not over there. No, sir. And FIFA is in, it seems as though in bed with them guys over there because you're telling me if I wear a, 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 a colored wristband, automatically I get in a yellow card. You're a yellow card, me, that's a penalty. You get two of them, you're out of the game, <laughs> Neville. But look now. But look now. But check, but check this out. No, but check this out. This thing, this thing, so big that a man from Trinidad um, was arrested. A dude named, I think he named Jackwana. When, 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 mm. when they, when they awarded, when they awarded the World Cup to Qatar, the money were paid left and right, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the investigation show what what went down. Qatar. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yes, sir. Cutter spent a lot of money to put them stadiums oh, together over there. Oh, a man. lot of money on them. And they gonna make it back in a month. One yeah, month. Yeah, a month. <laughs> in one month, they go back back all of that investment. And and look, that is how the Virgin Islands is, um, uh, in a, uh, from a micro uh, 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 a micro standpoint, right? Where yeah. we're in principle, right? We generate. A majority of our tourism money between now and April, right? Yeah. Then it kind of wean off in May and June, and then we just struggle in July and August. However, right. however, if marketed correctly, we could now be a twelve-month tourist destination and not just seven or eight months, right? Because there are certain parts in America, right, like in Arizona, Texas, Nevada, they the you don't want to be over there in August and September when the temperature mm. getting up to 105 degrees daily, right? Right. If we were to put, and I speak with the, with the tourism commission about this all the time, if we do a marketing plan and we, we target people and tell them, look, you could come to the Virgin Islands during that, the, that time of the year. And, and not only that, we don't have a lot of people here, so you get more freedom to move around and all that stuff. We could generate yeah. additional revenue. No doubt about it. Absolutely, and that could be done, man, just before... Over on our sister island, I know we talk about the, the British Virgin Islands. They're having a big thing going on over there this weekend. And and this is the same type of niche marketing that you're talking about. They have a thing called Lobster Fest, Neville. Here it is. Lobster Fest over in Anigada. Here Everything over there sell out. Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir. So you go over there. They only have 10 big restaurants over there, Neville. And every time you go get lobster soup, <laughs> lobster biz, lobster mac, honey cake, anything lobster you want to talk about, Neville. Hey, Donald Duck's cool. Everybody in Anigata right now. So that's what you're saying is we can do that too. We could do it, man. We could do it. Niche Yo, marketing. Happy, yeah. happy Thanksgiving to you and the family, man. Thanks for joining me on Thanksgiving Blessing, Eve. Blessing, my brother. Thanks. All Thanks the best. And, and that's Donald right. Duck School joining me. And uh, we touched on a number of different things. National politics, local politics, all that stuff dealing with our energy crisis. But most of all, we want to give thanks uh, to the Most High and to our family and those who support us. Happy Thanksgiving tomorrow, everybody. Enjoy it. And yes, I'll be on on Friday. We've worked it out. Talk to you then. Well, be. Bye-bye. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Talk to you then. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. During a busy day, it can be hard to make room for even one more thing. So it's a real plus that All Things Considered from NPR News is great for multitaskers. You can confidently add being well-informed to your to-do list and know that you will get it done. Whether you're cleaning out your junk drawer on a quick drive or something else, listen to All Things Considered every weekday afternoon. From 5 to 8 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.